Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. Today's topic, how you can know God. Knowing God. What a thought. I did not say knowing about God, but knowing God. There is a huge difference, you see. Although you must know about God before you can truly know him. The epistle, or the letter sermon to the Hebrews, tells us in Hebrews 11:6, anyone who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. How can we know God? Actually, we can only know God by what he chooses to reveal. Now, some things he's made plain for all to see. Paul said that God has shown to humanity by creation two things, namely his eternal power and his deity. Thus, we can know this about God. God is the all-powerful creator We know this by observing the works of his hands. Look at nature around. Certainly, you see the mind and action of a master workman. Consider your own self, the marvelous mechanism of your body and your innate sense that some things are right and that others are wrong. All of this reminds us that God created humans and he put within them a longing for eternity. Ecclesiastes 3.11 puts it this way. He, that is God, has made everything appropriate or beautiful in its time. He has also put eternity in their hearts, but no one can discover the work God has done from beginning to end. This type of knowledge informs of God's existence and his power, but it grants us only knowledge about God. Alone, it does not result in a personal relationship of knowing God. Now, mankind has a mind problem a darkness of understanding because of sin. Now, people are born this way. By the reality of a fallen nature, man cannot know God without divine intervention. Answering to this need of humanity, God has revealed himself in certain special ways. God acted in our time and space history by direct contact with certain chosen men, such as Noah, and later Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then later Moses. God acted in special mighty ways in forming a lineage and a nation through whom the Messiah, the Christ, would come into the world. He also sent special messengers or prophets who said a lot about God's character as he interacted with his chosen people group through them. The letter to the Hebrews tells us that in many and various ways God spoke of old to our fathers by the prophets. Then he goes on to say that with the coming of Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, God has spoken to us sunwise. The Amplified Bible relates it this way. God has in these last days spoken with finality to us in the person of one who is by his character and nature his son, namely Jesus. Hebrews 1.3. This sending of the unique Son ushers in the last days. In, by, and through Jesus, in his personhood, his actions and words, God has spoken his full and final word to humanity. You see, the reason this is true is the Messiah Jesus is not just a messenger of God. He's not simply a prophet or a teacher. He is the very word of God, the living incarnate word, As such, Jesus is the brightness of God's glory in the express image of his being. Our clearest picture of God is in Jesus the Christ from the offspring of David, born of Mary, and declared to be the Son of God in power 
according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead. See Romans 1.4. If you would know God, then you must come to know Jesus Christ in a personal, vital way. To know Jesus the Christ is to know the living God. What access do we have then to this special revelation of God? Well, it's found in the book, the historical writings of the prophets and the apostles who were eyewitnesses of God's actions. These writings were so guided by the Spirit that they are God's written revelation. So take up and read the book of God, the Bible. These writings are taken up with revealing the living word of God, Jesus Christ, by way of preparation in the Old and fulfillment in the New. Thus we have the Old and the New Testaments. Faith in the person of Jesus the Christ is necessary to know God. Listen to Jesus' words. He said in John 4, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. In John 8, 24, he says, For unless you believe that I am he, that is the promised Messiah, you will die in your sins. In Matthew eleven twenty seven, All things have been entrusted to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son who is Himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father. He has made Him known. John 1.18 Or as the New American Standard Bible reads, The only begotten God who is in the bosom of the Father, He has explained Him. Here's the main point. To know God, you must come to know His unique Son, Jesus. To really know God and to call Him Father, you must know Him in a personal relationship of love and its commitment to Jesus. But faith in Jesus is more than head knowledge. It's a wholehearted trust in God and in His promises. 2 Corinthians 1.20 For all God's promises are yes in Him, that is, in Jesus, and so through Him, through Him, Jesus, we say amen to the glory of God. True faith involves the changing of our minds about the person of Jesus Christ, a reorientation of our lives beginning with our thinking but resulting in much more. We turn around from the selfish center of our lives that is so perverted and out of place for man's original state and we find in Jesus Christ a new point of reference. It is commitment of ourselves to Jesus Christ as the Deliverer, the Redeemer, the Savior and Lord. When this occurs, your life is made over anew and you begin the great unending life of knowing and loving God. Pray with me. Thank you, Father God, for sending to us your own unique Son in whom we can see you as you really are and in whom we can hear you speak. And thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for coming into our world, right into the mainstream of human life and suffering. Thank you for showing us the Father. We see him in every word you spoke, in every deed you perform, and supremely, we see him in love for us on your cross where you bore the punishment due us and in the empty tomb of your resurrection victory. We thank you that God cares for us and that he in his love provided our salvation by you. We trust in you, O Savior divine. And thank you, Holy Spirit, that you opened our blind eyes so that we could see Jesus in his glory 
and put our lives under his command, trusting only in his goodness and death to bring us to God. Amen. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. The next time, the blessings of Almighty God be with you as you read and study his word.